The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we are. And I'm excited about today's show. I really think it's going to be a help to a lot of moms out there and probably a few fathers as well. And in the end, some children. So I'm so glad that you joined us today for a great show coming up. A very well-known gentleman, at least in our household, because I quote him quite frequently. Uh, A well-known gentleman is here to talk about the topic of his new book that hasn't even released yet. That's how ahead of the curve we are here at Channel Mom. It's all about mothers and sons and the biggest and toughest and unique issues that you deal with in this area. But by the way, if you're somebody who doesn't have a son, we'll bring you into this conversation too. Plus, we're going to touch on Dr. Emerson Egerich's successful approach to relationships and marriage which I know you want to hear a little bit more about as well. He has helped to rescue thousands of relationships with his love and respect approach. But first, let me remind you that we at Channel Mom believe moms deserve some attention in the media, and they don't get nearly enough. Moms have a huge impact on our world. You'd never know it from the media. It's like they don't get it or have any interest in encouraging a mom on the impact she can have in our culture. And I happen to think that because moms are not told this in the media and are not supported in the media and are not encouraged, that there is a whole other conversation going on in our mainstream media that moms may not realize how important their job is and in some situations are backing off of the mothering job. And we've got a crisis in our families in America, and we're trying to help resolve that here at Channel Mom and in all kinds of ministries that partner with us. And it just so happens that love and respect is one of our partners in our Channel Mom outreach. That's our way to go beyond the ground, beyond the airwaves and go to the ground where we can help moms one-on-one on the ground through a number of partners that have come alongside Channel Mom to say, hey, we'll be there. We'll be on your network of folks who they can call. They can come to our you know, seminars. They can come to whatever it is that we offer. And in this case, Love and Respect offers teaching materials and, and conferences and things that moms can get help from when it comes to things like marriage, but now also family. So let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Egrich. He is a best-selling author, New York Times bestseller of the book Love and Respect, which broke a lot of ground for people, a ton of research about what really makes a marriage work, what a man needs and what a woman needs. He followed that with Love and Respect in the Family And then he has recently decided to commit himself to writing a new book on mothers and sons. And I am so excited about it because he's not too late for me. My son is a junior in high school. There still is hope because of Dr. Emerson Egerich's book. I'm sure that it's going to do everything that I need it to do for my relationship with my son. So I know Dr. Egerich just loves to be on Channel Mom. So with no further ado, we do welcome you to Channel Mom. So glad to have you, Dr. Egerich. Oh, it's great being here. Thank you. Yes. I'm excited. Yes, and I'm excited about this new book called Mothers and Sons. And uh, 
and uh, we're going to chat about that today. So I'm yes. thrilled with uh, the invitation. Good. And you also, I should say, run very successful Love and Respect Ministries and give conferences across the country. Do you also go to other countries? Well, I'm going to be in Mexico, going to be in Canada. We did a major nationwide thing in Slovenia, so yes. But uh, awesome. uh, we also do much on the domestic front. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. And you do some stuff with Dave Ramsey as well. Okay, so let's just dive right in. Um, I love my children the same but differently, if that makes sense. I, I love them with the same amount. I don't favor one or the other. But I have a very different relationship with my son than I do my daughter. He would be the first to tell you that. Um, I cannot wait to hear what you have to say about some of your major tips. I was just looking through the first chapter of your book because your son kindly sent that to me. But I want to start off, Dr. Eggridge. I did come up to my son today, and I think most moms in the audience will identify with this because I thought, I'm going to ask my son what he would like to ask the expert, Dr. Eggridge, about his relationship with his mom. So this is what I said to my 16-year-old son. Son, is there anything that I could ask the expert about, you know, a question you might have about a mom-son relationship? And he said, I don't know. And then he said, I think you and me are fine, mom. (laughs) I think we're fine. And so I asked him again. And he goes, mom, that's not really my thing. So I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm sure Dr. Eggrich would have known that that was how he was going to answer. That's not really my thing. And I think we're just fine, Mom. Please leave me alone. So so talk to me about the mother son dynamic and what moms desperately need to know in relating to their sons. Well, I think (laughs) that's a great illustration. In fact, Sarah, all of our children are grown and I waited to address the family issues until my kids were adults so they could speak back into the good, the bad and the ugly. And. And Sarah, my wife, talks about the 20 questions that she used to ask our son. Yes. And the, the, the 20 questions did not get the same response from the boys as it did from our daughter, Joy. No. And there are exceptions to that. There are some boys that just talk all the time and other girls are very quiet. But generally speaking, uh, you know, Dr. Deborah Tannen did some research that points to what you just experienced with your son. If you put boys in a situation where you say, okay, and they did. She did this with studies. Two girls who are best of friends, and two guys who are best of friends. And said, "Okay, we want you to sit and talk to each other about what you feel." Well, the girls went right at it. You know, they're talking about what they're feeling about this. The boys locked up. When you put them in a situation, tell me what you're feeling and why you're feeling. Boys become, in this case, even your son may be a little suspicious by the comment. Everything's fine, mom. <laughs> you know, uh, the, what, what's the reason for this question? Why are you asking? Uh, it's not that the mind isn't going 100 miles an hour in response to that question, but it's just that, you know what, I, I, I don't feel comfortable with that. And one of the points that we're going to be making in the book is that women will talk face-to-face, heart-to-heart, and it's very natural. But boys will open up on the heels of shoulder-to-shoulder time together, doing activities shoulder-to-shoulder without talking. And then they'll begin maybe to comment or even respond to a question after you've watched him do something for 20 minutes. And uh, then comes the heart-to-heart. Men will talk with each other, but we will do so as a result of a bonding that's the result of an activity doing together. And what we're up against is mothers are busy, and so they don't have time, for instance, to go out and watch the two boys throw a baseball, you know, in the backyard for 15 minutes. But if she were to do that, the energy that comes to the boys is incredible. But it doesn't seem like it's quality. It doesn't seem to be heart-to-heart. And so we're encouraging mothers to reconsider doing some things 
that can make a colossal difference in the way the boy not only responds to her and cleans up after, you know, he comes in and it does things like getting ready for dinner and washes the hand and there's no, you know, any kind of complaint. He just does it because mama's watching for those 15 minutes and the boy's spirit is softened and they actually connect with mom, but it doesn't seem to make sense to a mother to do that. But we can talk more about that. Yeah. Um, I think I know that in the beginning of your book, you say there's one thing that a son needs from his mother. And when when I reread it, I thought, oh, he has told me this now for four years in a row. And I keep forgetting to use it when we're in the heat of a conversation or I'm reprimanding him or I'm nagging him or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, it's a potential conflict. I forget this one thing. But you say it is key in a relationship between a mother and a son. Can you tell me what it is? Well, that's where the the book called Mother Sons, it's going to be out April 5th. We want people to pre-order it on Amazon. It's already out. Amazon's already put the pre-order out there. Great. Uh, which is very excited about this, and so are we. But the, uh, the title is Mother and Sons, uh, The Respect Effect, The Respect Effect. Yeah. And And what we're pointing out is that God has hardwired little girls and little boys differently, and, and we believe that when a mother understands this, and it's not that she should feel ashamed or guilt-ridden, it's that God hasn't wired mothers to think in terms of that. Mothers think in terms of love, uh, and so that's okay. But what we find is that she wants to really love her son. The idea is meet a need that he has that she may not be paying attention to. And so we challenge mothers with this respect talk. And, and what put me onto this was Sarah, my wife, who began to listen to what we were saying about men in general. Men um, serve and die for honor. Men respond to respect. But when you talk to women about respecting their husbands, they say, gag me. You know, he doesn't deserve respect. He hasn't earned respect. I don't feel the respect. It'd be hypocritical yeah. for me to show up. So you have this whole mantra of reasons why men should not have respect. And I'll be a doormat. I have to walk on pins and needles. I've got to give him license to do whatever he wants. That, that totally misses the good-willed man out there who literally throws himself on a hand grenade to save his buddies in war for issues of honor. So how did we get to a point where we have this huge disconnect between what men feel about issues of honor and respect and how we treat each other and how we motivate each other from how women feel about that? And we make that case in the Love and Respect Marriage Conferences, and the number one application that women who are sitting there begin to make is, this applies to my boy. Yeah. I think, I think, I think that what you're saying to me about men, the, 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 the man is in the boy, I think if I apply this to my son, that he's going he's gonna to be motivated. He's going to soften. He's going to connect with me. He's going to respond to me. I'm going to try this out. And they did. And then they wrote me. And this new book is uh, hundreds of emails of mothers who applied this message. And we can get into the detail on what I'm talking about because women are saying, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. But when they began to apply this, the sons softened and engaged, even looked at mom. Uh, and it was a, a miracle. I mean, women have talked about the fact that this has just changed the whole nature of their relationship. Now, on any given day, he's not going to respond. This is no formula. This is no guarantee. I mean, he's a sinful, selfish kid. Yeah. But one of the things that you're going to find is he's going to respond more, particularly when you're mad at him. For instance, you reference that. You say to him, I'm mad at you. I'm I'm spitting mad at you. I can't believe you did this. Now, how do I say this in a way that you don't think I'm dissing you? 
that I'm trying to dishonor you. You're 16. One more year you could join these services with our approval, and maybe we're going to approve it quicker than you want us to. But the deal is, how do I say this in a way that you don't feel that I'm trying to dishonor you? Why are you not doing what I ask you to do, and how do I communicate this? I'm angry without you thinking I'm just trying to put you down. Yeah, and and I'm going to interrupt you there because we only have a minute left in this segment. But it's a great tease because coming back, Dr. Egerich can tell us how do you address your son, whether he's 4 or 14, with a certain measure of respect. Now, moms want respect, too, and he's going to get to that as well because that's also in the intro of his book that moms say, I want respect. But here's the very interesting thing for moms who are listening who don't have sons. This also applies to the romantic relationship, to the marital relationship. When a mother and a son have had a certain relationship growing up, that will translate into that son's marriage. And Dr. Egerich is here to rest rescue women from that situation and, and show them, you know, raise your babies well because it's going to affect his future marriage in, in this regard when it comes to things like love and respect. I just love this research because it just reminds me of how to treat my son, how to treat my husband. Even if you're not married, this is going to be helpful to you as a mom. So stay tuned for the rest of Channel Mom right here on 94.7 KRKS with our friend Dr. Emerson Egerich all about his new book, Mothers and Sons. Need an excuse to drive a few miles to a beautiful place with delicious food? Let me tell you about one of my favorite places to eat in Colorado. Down home, good cooking, old school, and family friendly, it's the Cutthroat Cafe. Chip Thomas is one of those guys who's created an eating establishment where customers feel like family. Nestled in Bailey, Colorado, next to a sparkling river and national forest, enjoy a getaway to the Cutthroat Cafe on your way to Breckenridge, just off Highway 285 in Bailey, Colorado. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. So glad to have you on board. Please go see my friend at the Cutthroat Cafe, Chip, the most down-home restaurant, maybe in all of Colorado, uh, in Bailey on the way to Breckenridge, right off Highway 285. Just uh, love it there, and I hope that you will go and enjoy his down-home cooking as well. Okay, we are back with a well-known man, Dr. Emerson Egerich, who, who broke a lot of ground in the world of marital counseling with his book, Love and Respect, which he based on a secular study, I believe, out of the University of Washington that shows that in conflict, men, I could do a whole pitch for Dr. Egerich because I've been interviewing him for so many years. Uh, men need respect overwhelmingly, the, the feeling of respect, and women need love. Now, of course, there are people who break that rule and not no woman is out there that doesn't sometimes need respect or a man, you know, doesn't need love. But it's a great set of research that is out there that he has helped rescue a lot of marriages with. Now he's moving on to moms and sons. And by the way, this will later impact that son's marital relationship. So we welcome Dr. Egerich back to Channel Mom all about his new book, Mothers and Sons. Is that correct? Is that the new title? Mothers and sons, the respect effect. The respect effect. Okay, so I interrupted you so rudely in the last segment because we were talking about when I struggle with my son, who's now 16, almost 17, and and moms, I remember doing this when he was four. Um, When you're in a conflict with your son as a mom, you say that the son needs to feel respect. But so does the mom. And I think what happens is that the mom lets her pride take over and she thinks, I can't possibly respect my son. He's younger than me. He hasn't done the chore for the 15th time that I've asked him to. He's not respecting me. I don't know how to talk to him with kind of respect and and honor. You know, where do I go with this? How do we talk to our sons when we're frustrated with them? Well, as we ended that last segment, it's the use of the words honor, disrespect, respect. 
rather than I love you a ton, say, you know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Uh-huh. You know, that, that, that word choice in and of itself, I encourage women to mothers to incorporate that word. It's the same thing as a father saying, I'm not trying to be uh, unloving here. You know, my family of origin issues, I, I react. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be unloving. How do I say this in a way that you don't think I'm secretly trying to just tell you that I really don't love or like you? And when we introduce language that the other speaks by way of literally the boy's mother tongue, isn't it ironic that he has a mother tongue that mothers don't understand? Yeah. And it's this mm-hmm. idea of respect. All you have to do is say, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. You can begin there. Just say what you're not trying to do. There's a proactive side of it, but there's also this negative side of just giving voice to that word. And, yes, to your point earlier, mothers need respect. And isn't it, again, ironic that we want respect, but when you talk to that mother about what respect looks like when she was to show it to her boy, for instance, she's clueless. I don't know. And yet she wants it for herself. But I think one of the things that's going on is that mothers don't realize the extent to which they appear disrespectful to the boy. Whereas Uh the daughter, when she's venting or whatever, women instinctively know. And then they know they're going to talk about it. They're going to talk about their feelings. They're going to say, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? Yes, I do. Will you forgive me? (laughs) Women know how to do it. A a daughter with her mother, they get it. But boys shut down because boys take these comments more at face value. So they begin to think, you know what? I know she loves me, but I don't. I don't believe she likes me. And yeah. mothers will write me. I love my boy, but I don't like my boy. Well, if you have that attitude toward his spirit, he's going to interpret that as, I really don't respect who you are as a human being, and you're going to lose him. His heart's not going to open up to you. And the mothers that are very effective with their boys, those boys feel my mother believes in him, even though she disapproves of what I do, she confronts me, she's more of a disciplinarian than anybody I know. But she has a spirit about her that says she believes in me. She respects who I am, even though I've done that, which isn't respectable. Yeah. You know, it was very interesting. And I don't know if this ever happened with your wife, Sarah. But when my son wants to tell me how he thinks I feel about him, he will often say, you love Georgia more than me. Because I probably express my love for Georgia Better, because I speak her language as a woman, I do the loving, let's hug, let's forgive each other, let's cry, let's talk, better than I do with my son, which is like, son, you know, I so respected your decision in that situation or whatever it is. Um, he feels like I love her more because I do the kind of lovey-dovey love that, that more women crave with her and, and I don't do as much of the respect thing with him. It's fascinating to me. Um, I, I want to move a little bit about how this translates in, or did you want to say something about that? Well, no, I agree. I think that some boys are not able to put a voice and vocabulary of what they're feeling. And I think if a mother is feeling about her son, the way you just said, begin to introduce, I believe in you. I respect who you're mm-hmm. becoming. I am excited about the man that you're becoming, your strength. There are certain things that we talk about in the book about how you can give voice to these that you can counter some of that sentiment that he might have, that you really don't love me. I don't think that's really what he means. He knows you love him as much as you love the daughter. He doesn't know how to say, I don't think you respect me. And part of the fear of boy, even at 16, is going to have, he's afraid of asking that question because a mother might say, I don't feel any respect for you. At yeah. Time. Yeah. She doesn't see that as a major central issue to him. She just sees that as a marginal issue. And if she has total license to say, But she would never say, well, it's because I don't love you. She would never say that. But she feels totally free to say, I really don't respect you. So what happens is you have her completely missing it, 
he may be aware of it, but he's not even going to voice it. So you talk about the huge disconnect between a mother and son, the very boy that she nursed, she doesn't even understand what's going on in his soul. Right. And we unpack that in this new book that I am very excited about. Yeah, and we're going to tell folks how to, how to track it down. But we've got about half of this segment left, about six minutes. I want to make sure we get to a marriage question. Um, but interestingly, my son does speak my language. He does say, I love you, mom, multiple times a day, and he hugs me, and and I need that. And so God bless him. He's speaking my language even when I'm not speaking his language. But um, in his and, last... And honor him for that. In fact, here's a, here's a case in point. And so, you know, I was thinking about you today. I really respect something about you, and I want to honor you right now for the way in which you meet my needs as a woman. And son, I, I salute you. Yeah. I, I, use, use that language. I should. Okay? So, salute. I like okay. that. I like that. Okay. So in the last five minutes, before we tell folks how to find this brand new book, um, I have my friend Tracy Fagan in, in the room, and, and she has studied relationships a lot. She has come from a divorce situation, and I want to tell moms out there listening today, and you, you got to keep your answer to four minutes, but, but this situation between mothers and sons translates into the marital world. So when you're raising your son and teaching him that you respect him, it's going to make it better for his future wife. Um, likewise, you may be seeing some of this in your own husband. How did his mom treat her? How did his mother treat him based on how you see him treat you as a wife? So, so Tracy, you know, what is your thought as you look back on your marriage about how the mother-son relationship may have played in? What do you want to ask Dr. Egrich about that? Well, I definitely see how the interaction between my ex-husband and his mom, um, it just, it filtered down into our, into our relationship as well. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll be very honest. None of us were very, um, equipped with any tools like this to, yes. to succeed in this type of, um, to succeed in the marriage, obviously. So you say it affected the way in which he was able to be in, in, intimate in the sense that he didn't, maybe he didn't know how to love his mom. He didn't know how to love you. You said something about that. Exactly. Um, and I think a lot of it came down to, I mean, again, I, looking back, I think there's a lot of times where he didn't feel respected. Um, and I was doing the best that I could, and he was doing the best that he could, but we got to that place of, you know, you don't love me, you don't respect me. But then looking and watching him interact with his mom, it was the exact same cycle. Oh. It was the oh. exact same cycle. So speak into that, Dr. Egrich, about the mother-son relationship and how that translates into the marriage. you got about four minutes. Yeah, well, it's huge, and I think that what we have is an honest misunderstanding among good-willed people. And in the case of your husband, let's say, if he misunderstood his own mother, if he felt that his mother loved him but really didn't like him or had contempt for him, and if that was an ongoing thing where they had a, a battle all through the teen years, then he as a male has a tendency to think, you know, at the end of the day, women just have contempt for us as men. If we don't perform at a certain level, they have disrespect toward us, even though they love us. You know, mothers love unconditionally. And, and my, my wife loves me unconditionally. But neither my mother nor my wife really has respect for who I am and, in fact, have told me that they don't respect who I am. Now, in a man's world, then, if he hasn't thought this through, that that's really not the message either woman I'm trying to send at all, that's not the intent. They're good-willed women who are just expressing their hurts and hope that they can, in some ways, be understood themselves. Then what he does, he keeps his distance, thinking, you know what, I'm not energized by either of these relationships, and, and I'm not even interested in having a relationship. And what mothers toward their sons need to realize is that that first woman in his life is going to be his mother. And if he concludes that women basically have nothing but contempt for us as men unless we perform at a certain level, then what they do is they begin to shut down. And the opportunity for moms today is to 
in this, this is why I'm so excited about this book, begin to counter what I think even the culture now reinforces. Yes, yes. There's something seriously wrong in boys. And it's okay to show them disrespect. It's okay to take your negativity out on them. It's okay to look down on them. It's okay to degrade them. They don't get it anyway. Oh, Mm. yes, they do get it. They just don't cry. They just lock up and go quiet. But they're hearing every word, and it is making a deep impression. So what you want to do is counter that with what I call the, the respect talk. And the respect talk begins to soften his spirit. It reassures him that you do believe in him, even yeah. on the heels of his failings. Yeah. And so moms have a crucial role, not only relationship with their boy, but she is setting the stage for how he's going to interpret that sweet daughter-in-law that's going to come into your family. Yeah, that's big. That's big. And, I, and I'm fond of saying that, that a boy or a man will often rise to the way in which the women in his life treat him. Um, I, I see that again and again. So you got 30 seconds. Fabulous new book. He is the author of the best-selling Love and Respect. He's now coming out with a book called Mothers and Sons, The Respect Effect. How do folks find it? Briefly tell them, Dr. Egridge. Coming out April 5th of 2016, and we are excited about the pre-orders. Amazon has already put it up on their thing as pre-orders. We'd love for your audience uh, to get this in a pre-order situation because it allows us then to get the New York Times bestseller, and then that then allows people to uh, take notice, and, and we hope this will spread across the United States. It's a, it's a niche that I don't think anybody's really addressed. I've looked at experts. They don't even have in their index anything about honor or respect toward boys. Yeah. The book is on mothers and sons or fathers and sons. No, it's it huge. It's simply something that's missed. Yeah, it is. And and so, Dr. Egrich, you fill the void. Um, you know, it's a blessing to have you on the show. We're glad you partner with us. We're going to have you on again soon. Um, I hope you had a good time. Oh, loved it. Okay, thank good. Thank you for the question. Okay, good. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Tracy. Thank you, Dr. Emerson Egerich, best-selling author. Please go check out his book, Mothers and Sons. I cannot wait to read it. Um, moms, if you feel like nobody respects you <laughs> or loves you, we do here at Channel Mom. Thank you for all that you do to raise your children well. It literally makes our planet a better place, and it makes our sons better when the mothers respect them well. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for joining us for Channel Mom Radio. We depend on listeners like you to help us reach moms and families through radio and outreach. Check out two simple ways you can help. First, submit your mom question to be read on the air at Channel Mom. Simply submit questions on the Contact Us page at ChannelMom.com. Second, you can receive a CD of today's broadcast when you commit to a monthly gift of any amount to help Channel Mom serve moms through media and on the ground. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click Give to CM to donate. Be sure to note which Channel Mom show you'd like on your personal CD. Then we'll send your inspirational CD as our thanks to new Channel Mom partners. Channel Mom's mission is to provide media that uplifts moms and outreach partnerships that serve moms and families in order to share the love of God. View our past shows on video or listen to our podcasts on ChannelMom.com or share with us on Facebook and Twitter at Channel Mom. Channel Mom Radio. We're here for you.